welcome to Universal After Dark, a universal podcast that's not the same as all the others. Good evening and welcome to this special uh, vagina-free episode of Universal After Dark. I am Craig and tonight I am joined by the ever-youthful um, bearded buffoon that we know now as Nick. Good evening. And we've also got the maniac, um, <laughs> my brother from another mother, P-Dubs. Hello. And we are joined by royalty tonight, mm. uh, a lord of the realm, no less, the giver of joy... Because he does bring joy to us, uh, Mister. Give him t-shirts. Yes, Mister Lord Luke Rowe. Good evening, all. A pleasure. It's an absolute pleasure. I'm sitting on this poo now, letting it nestle on my G spot. Oh, this is exactly <laughs> what this never happens when a man is in charge. You never talk about the need for you to take a shot when a That's man because is. She's... That's because she's like our little sister. So, actually, what? Craig, and I what? don't know, I think we should delve into this a bit more with Luke, but that means tonight, on this particular episode, you've got two lords. Yeah, well, three, because I'm a lord as well. Are you one as well? Yeah, yeah. I bought, I've got land in Scotland. So oh, I've got, okay, right. Yeah. I've got land like, in Scotland. Where's this going? So, and, and Craig's got land in Scotland. So, so where has your royal title come from? Land in Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> so, you all own the same land, don't you? Yeah, we probably do. <laughs> we should we all learn. We've all got like 30 centimetres of land in Scotland. I love yep. it. I love it. P-Dubs, you've got I, a game. <laughs> yeah, you've really ruined that illusion for me. <laughs> Timeshare. Yeah. Who wants to sell? Who wants to um, share their lordship with, uh, with P-Dubs? We can like, do a timeshare thing. Like DVC, but for lairdship. Bad PC. Yeah. I was literally going to change everything by deed poll because I've got a financial advisor and he uh, financially advises train Ooh, drivers and whatnot. Well. Yeah, well, you know. And um, he <laughs> said, oh, there's a, there's a driver in Manchester and he's a lord. He bought his title. He took all the evidence in. Uh, he changes birth certificates, his marriage license, his driver's license, his passport. So when he goes to America, all his bank cards say, Lord, uh, I'm a biggin' or whatever his name was. So everyone in America thinks, oh, my God, we're saving the Lord. So he gets everything for free and gets all sorts. I was like, I'm going to have some of that. Imagine walking around Walt Disney World with my Lord Craig Lucas T-shirt on and my bank card with Lord Lucas on. Everybody would just say Lord Lucan, wouldn't he? Well, they they just point at you and go, we found him. Yeah, exactly. I'd be tasered and shot if it's America. I actually, the only thing I changed, because the thing you're is, on, like, just to be clear to the listeners... No. Just to be clear to our listeners, um, with, with this this kind of title, is it, it's, it, it's kind of like a Scottish law loophole. So it doesn't really count in the UK properly. It doesn't give you the same rights as an actual lord. But you what? can call yourself a lord because you're a laird, but it's not the same thing. So when you go and try and change your passport and stuff like that, you can't really do it unless you 
do the stuff that Craig. What like, was uh, what was that film? What was that film with um, King John Ralph. Goodman in? King, King Ralph. Ralph. One of the greatest films ever made. I knew it before you'd even said John Goodman, and I've never ever seen it because it looks terrible. But oh, it's amazing. The only thing, the only thing I changed was my nectar card. I so, changed my water bill. <laughs> water bill. It was the only one that had the option on the drop-down menu. Yeah. I was like, well, it's there. I might as well choose it. Exactly. Um, Fair enough, the isn't it? The thing is, like, so I, so I thought first, like, you know, when I got this at like twenty-one, I, was, I thought this is hilarious. You know, pull out my neck to kind of goes, look, I'm a lord. But then after a while, you just get well. I did anyway. Got like really self-conscious about it. So I used to try and not use my neck to card wherever I could. <laughs> So anyway, tangent alert. Um, what's everyone drinking? Tangent alert now. Oh, uh, Nicholas. No, I've got to go and get a drink. Um, oh, else. The dub's in the pee. Well, I, at the time of recording, I'm a week and a half out from doing a full marathon, so it's just the, the juice for now, I'm afraid. The man juice? Yeah. And uh, Mr. Lord Luke Rowe. You can call you Mr. Lord Luke Rowe, sorry. Lord yep. Luke Rowe. Uh, I'm drinking a Foster's. Oh, lady drink. What's the lady drink? I missed it. Foster's. Foster's? Foster's. Yeah, it's yep. a lady drink. Oh, Craig, Craig's terrible, it right? Down wheeze and everything. Essentially, essentially, unless you're drinking Stella, Craig thinks it's a lady's drink. I'm drinking orange juice tonight. It's actually <laughs> peach. It's in a pint glass. It's peach and mango or whatever shite it is, but half of it is vodka. So it's a pint and it's yeah. But you can't you can't turn around and say you're drinking <sighs> orange juice, and then finish that sentence with it's peach and mango. Because well, then it's, it's peach and mango, isn't it? It's not orange yeah, juice. Yeah. Well, no, it's juice that is orange in look, but not in flavour, and. Um, you'll have to get into your time machine because this is coming out at a different time to when we record it. So the last episode Amanda was on, I drank exactly the same drink. You did. But um, for whatever reason, I put that, like tonight, there's half a pint of vodka in there. Um, that, it went straight to my head. So if you listen to this, the opening of Amanda's episode, I'm all tongue-tied, I can't hardly speak. I literally have a stroke on the podcast. Well, I can't mi- tell our difference yet. <laughs> no, I'm stroking now. <laughs> and nine minutes, nine minutes into that episode, it sounds like everybody's having a stroke. The audio Probably goes incredibly terribly. So if you are listening, you haven't listened to that episode yet. Just just skip around about the nine minute mark to about the eleven minute mark. Um, oh yeah, Daleks indeed. Yeah, very and it, very. Young. It was like Chris Ripley went, and now I'm going to tell you the darkest secrets of Halloween Horror Nights 28, and it went. <laughs> And I think it was uh, Logan Secular with the interference button. Oh, you okay. can only give said information out on our Halloween Horror Nights podcast. He doesn't sound like that. But then, um, weirdly, Strike had a, a ghost walk in through the door did while you? we were recording that. Yeah, we did, yeah. So, yeah, otherwise known as Tony. <laughs> oh, Tony and his... Uh, Crotchless tights. Halfway through an episode, recording an interview, and the door with went. A... Yeah, with a fully fledged celebrity, someone who's been on actual telly. Whoa, and... whoa, 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 hang on. What are you talking about? 
I'm a fully fledged celebrity in that case. I've been on telly. Well, I've been on telly. There you go, then. As, yeah, as yeah. Lord Luke being on telly? Oh, um, they, when I was very younger and uh, as in a crowd, maybe, yeah. A swap shop. Noel Edmonds swap shop. No, is this, uh, oh, this guy called Jimmy. He's a great guy. <laughs> Liked a cigar. <laughs> yeah, he did like a cigar. Yeah, he said, can I see your cigar? Yeah. A it's dead normal pork cigar, was he? <laughs> You can't say you can't say a dead pork cigar on a podcast, can you? Well, you, you can't really talk about Jimmy Sam on a podcast, and yet we've seen to make yeah, a living yeah, about it. Yeah. Um, right. Well, tonight's episode. Oh, I'm drinking Cherry Pepsi Max, by the way. I just that, I couldn't be bothered to get anything else out of the fridge, so I'm just drinking Cherry Pepsi Max. Is it in a two-liter bottle like it normally is? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I'm drinking it out of bottle like I normally do. Because, Straight out of the bottle. Brilliant. Look, yeah. I'm the only person that drinks it. So and thought, it's lit. He never has. He never has a full ninety percent full bottle. It's always like a twenty percent full no, bottle, so this, you can hear it swilling round. This this bottle, I, I took a swig. So that's why we didn't hear it tonight because I literally only opened it uh, about an hour ago. So it's it's only it's about one tenth drunk, if that. So downy, downy. I'm downy. not downing two liters of anything. Thank you. Very See much. if you could kill me. And Nick's with Jerry Pepsi Max um, coming so, out of your nose. <laughs> Again, I'm quite interested. We're doing this show literally to cover for Amanda while she's on holiday uh, in Orlando. But Lord Luke Rowe, I'd be interested for a little brief oversight as to your uh, Universal trips, if you've had any. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And but also we're mainly going to talk about um, Harry Potter in England so Luke has been to see uh, the play which is Harry Potter and the Cursed Child oh, oh yeah. no he hasn't oh yes have you Not seen Panto. both seen both <laughs> nights you've mistaken the two <laughs> you've seen both nights haven't you yes I have yeah, yeah, yeah. okay and I'm going to it's talk... a bit of shit if I'd only seen one, wouldn't it? <laughs> second half. Fucking hell. Imagine doing that, going the it wrong It was expensive, I only saw it off. <laughs> um, I've been to Wofford recently, to the film studios. So I... Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid. So, you haven't been, have you, Dubs? Yeah, I've been three times to the... All oh, right. Okay. The, uh, the studios. And you, Nick, have you been... Uh, I've only been the once so far, but yes, I've been. So we're just going to touch on that as well and do a little overview, just to get some, you know, if any of the American listeners, because we do have a plethora of American listeners, uh, if you're ever over in America, like Jim Hill's going on a bender with us soon in London. I cannot wait for that. Imagine getting Jim Hill and Lou Mangello smashed. Well, they're not allowed to. They're not allowed to leave the country at the same time. It's a little bit like um, people that had the recipes for Coca Cola. They're not allowed to travel on an airplane um, on the same flight together. Two of them just with their little legs just running around Tottenham Court Road, blitzed with all cocaine under the noses, or just like spilling coffee on uh, Mrs. Potts' teapots in Primark <laughs> and swapping the boxes over so you don't have to take the wrong one home. <laughs> oh, right. Well, okay, Luke. You are, um, you're, you're part of the team now, um, but you've been privileged to listen to 
our Patreon episode. I have, yes. Was it as bad as it sounded to me? (laughs) No, not at all. No, it was it was good entertainment. (laughs) Did you chuckle at all? Oh, constantly. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. (laughs) And Nick, this is the segue from how if you want to listen to that episode, how can you do it as a listener? Well, we are actually so we have a Patreon and we obviously plug it at the end of every episode that we do on the After Network, but we are actually changing it um, shortly because we've had tiers where, well, we've had lots of tiers, but we've actually had... <laughs> that's just from us. That's what I mean, yeah. But uh, the Patreon works that if you hit certain, if you um, pledge certain amounts of money, you get different privileges. Um, and previously we've done stuff like uh, badges and t-shirts and everything like that. And now we have uh, a lovely store operational, thanks to Luke. Thank you again for that. Um, so we're going to change um, how we do the Patreon so we will be updating that soon and we'll be having a tier where you just need to pledge um, a little bit of money each month and for that you get access to special episodes um, we've done I think we've done we said we was going to do I think six episodes but actually we've, we've probably stuck out on there about eight or nine so far because we stuck out some bonus stuff from Craig's Holiday and, and, and Bits and Bobs yeah um, but Nick, you masturbating into a sock on your own. Craig, Craig, this is isn't this is an episode. Right, Craig, this is this is where we do the hard sell, right? If you turn that to the content, they're not going to buy into it. Um, so we're going to be changing. I've just signed off <laughs> again. Um, so um, so we're changing that soon. So keep your eye out on that. Um, but uh, we'll be releasing more content. So the aim will be to release. Um, I think we're going to do uh, one show a month that's going to go exclusively to Patreon. And we're going to try and do a bit more interaction with with our Patreons as well. So um, if you haven't already, check it out on there. Um, And once you do pledge, you do get access to all of the paywall content that we've released so far. So, um, yeah, if you want to listen to that episode... um, Do do you think it was very libelous? Or do you think we got away with it? No, there was nothing wrong with it in my eyes. <laughs> oh, so you hate the same people we do. That's good. Um, <laughs> That's so... not saying a lot, though, so... <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's on Patreon. So, patreon.com forward slash DizAfterDark if you want to support us. Thank you. So, Luke, how many times have you been to Universal? When was your last trip? When, when was, was your first trip? trip? Yeah, when was your first trip? Oh, first trip was in... Uh... 1999 no, yeah 1999 oh vintage oh, yeah yeah classic yeah uh, family holiday uh, my <laughs> family friends family um, two weeks over there keys uh, in yeah, the bowl <laughs> not for a it family holiday Craig keys in the bowl two families together oh, let's play doctors and nurses well, oh. now you mention it um... <laughs> <laughs> You, you went out there a boy, you come home a man. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, and this, sure. is, this is where Luke says, yeah, I was I was eight at the time. <laughs> How old were you, Luke? Uh, I think I was 15. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, well, maybe you did come back a man then. Yeah, um, uh, went with uh, one of my best mates. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, yeah. So, so go yeah, on, come on. What, what's, your, you know, what's your earliest memory or what, what stood out to you in 99? We uh we actually me and my mate got um whoa oh. <laughs> um not necessarily at Universal but at um 
uh, Disney we got in the Backlot Tour as uh, two of the uh, people that got involved in the show. Nice. Way back in the day that they didn't run last time I went. Was that the um, where you get soaked in water? You have yes, to... that's the yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think I was on it, or my sister was in '93. Um, and I think when I went in 2001, I might have got dragged on it. Um, yeah, I'm glad that's gone. It was, uh, yeah. in the end, it was anyway. When it was brand new and you were, you're going through all that, like the Golden Girls house and all that, that was classic. Yeah, last time I went, it was terrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, so well, Back to Universal. Back to Universal, yes. Segway. Um, was there any... I don't remember. Else? I don't remember a great deal from '99. Um, I remember the Globe. I remember going in, but the the rest of it. So it didn't really stand out as a park back in '99. It really didn't. It was more of a, a, a Disney holiday. Um, so yeah, it wasn't. It, I didn't really uh, get any great impressions from it when I went back more recently in 2013. Oh, it was it was a completely different experience. I was already obsessed with Florida at that point. Um, I'd already done my research. I knew what I was going into, and I w- loved it. Absolutely loved it. I couldn't wait to tell the, my missus, you know, this is this and this is this, and she was probably bored. Um, yeah, it was good. It's really how it works, I think, when, when it's people like us, unfortunately. And <laughs> yeah. how old are your children? Uh, well, now... Yeah, yeah. Um, three and a half and six months. So in 2013, that was... They were not around. They were not around, so it would be a totally different holiday to what oh, you'd be... God, yeah. So where did so, you stay? Did you, Were you staying on Disney or off-property? Off or... No, we stayed on International Drive. Yeah, stay cheap and cheerful. Oh, God, it was, it was so cheap. It was so cheap. Uh, you got breakfast included... I think we rented a car. Yeah, we rented a car for two weeks. Um, yeah, it was good, good times, really good times. And was there anything that jumped out to you, ride-wise? Oh, was going to say Sp- Spider-Man was brilliant. Uh, Harry Potter, <laughs> Forbidden Journey was fantastic. Um, just all of it. I think uh, at the time, <clears throat> they were building Diagonally. And mm. um, they hadn't actually announced what they were building yet. Um, but you could the construction was well on its way at that point <clears throat> so a lot of it was cordoned off i think they were halfway through doing uh simpsons as well at the time so the only thing that was simpsons why was open was the ride you had the quickie mart that was open and the rest of it was all shutted off yeah yeah um, so there's a lot of construction going on but that didn't really take that that didn't um take anything away from the trip at all you know it was still fantastic and well, I went that year um, for my fortieth with Stuart to Halloween Hot Nights twenty three, so I can remember all that ha- um, Harry Potter stuff getting built. That was all coming along, and so that would have been in the October. When did you go? Um, May. Oh, so yeah, because yeah, I think all the May we went. All the, we had a pint and everything in the Simpsons. I think at that point it was all open by the October. Yeah, no, yeah, literally, yeah. Stoddall was open. But Potter wasn't. Potter was still a building site. Like It was an immense building site. It looked... I can remember looking at it thinking, oh, my God, that's going to be fucking huge. Yeah, so, yeah, I think when I went, they had the steelwork up. 
and it was like jesus christ this is going to be ridiculous and i remember at the time going what's it going to be you know asking cast members what's it going to be and obviously you know tight-lipped whether they knew anything or not they didn't say anything going home going online going what's going on what's going on and still at this point it was only rumors as to what was going on i think actually got announced not long after i left maybe when i got home they actually announced what they were actually opening yeah but yeah yeah a lot of better trip yeah so you haven't had a chance to go back no no haven't no we uh decided to then buy a house and then have some children so you know they got in the way Oh, children do me. Still are getting in the way. Under your feet, especially, you know. They need feeding, they need clothing. They they, they need what? Oh, Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sacks, sack cloths doesn't work. You've got to actually go to... um, Does in Leicester? B&M. Leicester... You must piss in the same pot as the good gr 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 from Disney Brit. Uh, yes, I think we do. Yes. Oh no, you're not his uncle, are you? <laughs> no. Oh, but it's not how Leicester works. You're thinking Norfolk. Um, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> so, so you wouldn't, you haven't um, considered um, doing something sensible like I don't know, going to Universal for. The weekend? <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> well, although you know, next year we are next having year? a yeah, yeah. What about this well, year? Oh God! Well, <laughs> don't when, start Craig on that. <laughs> I've priced it off. When uh, when Stranger Things dropped a couple of days ago, but how did that happen? Ta- huh. In the time machine, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Um, just before they announced Rick and Morty was uh, replacing Bill and Ted's. It's the worst rumour you've ever come up with on this show. Oh, but it's also the best. But one of our rumours seems to be coming true. Which true. one? The Lord of the Rings one. Fuck off. Yeah, Lord of the Rings, third game, mate. Told ya. Oh, take my money. Well, they're going to oh. be. They'll probably be putting the prices up. To <laughs> yeah. So they technically will be. Oh God! Um, what was I talking about then? Because I've literally just uh, uh, next year, next year, next year. Next year, the last weekend in September, we are planning a disaster dark meet up in Halloween Horror Nights. So twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Yes. It'll be uh, a bit like what they do on Saturday Night Takeaway, but with less of the drink driving and for a shorter period of time. I wa- I hope to and God that lit. That little, well, there might be a giveaways. Nick's tongue's always on offer. Um, Less Julie's as well, because um, you know, if we don't tell that Florida guy, he can't come out at the same time as as us. Oh no, he, he'll be in a different circle, won't he? That's true. Um, I hope that little three-year-old who we nearly fucking killed is on the plane. Uh, I'm guessing you're talking about Ant now, not that Florida guy. Just, just for legal reasons. <laughs> for, for legal reasons, we need to, yeah. we need to clarify. Yeah, <laughs> who you referencing there? Yeah, good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope she is. They're over there now, aren't they? Dex walking around the park, like with just looking, at, just looking to his right all the time. Yeah, he's getting really frustrated though because he can't go on anything. It's, it's too not. little. Yeah, too little. Yeah. If he'd gone to Tokyo Disney, he'd, he'd be the king there. Mm. Um, 
yeah, so when they announced Stranger Things um, the other day, uh, the other week, um, Kerry actually said to me, um, so are you going or what? And I was like, oh. And when she went out, she went out the house then. That, that was it then. I was on the iPad. I literally had it priced up for Cabana Bay for Friday to Sunday. Friday to Sunday, Nick. Well, no, no, no. That's, that's madness, Craig. That is ludicrous. Friday to... I was trying to keep the cost down. Leaving, to, leaving what time on Friday and what time do you get back on Sunday? Okay. So you would be leaving about 10 o'clock on Friday after, Friday Friday afternoon. Fucking hell, that vodka's good. Friday morning. <laughs> From so Manchester. You, yeah, so you land about three, three after two. Yeah. Yeah. So you can go straight to Halloween Horror Night at that point because you'll have been blitzed on the plane and passed out. <laughs> and then you leave on Sunday evening at about half six. So you land Monday morning. But that's, you know, it was 800 quid for one person, Cabana Bay, um, flight only, right? So no park tickets, nothing else, 800 quid. But when you'd introduced two people to the party, it dropped down to £600 each for some strange reason. Well, it's probably because you, like, I think it spreads the cost a little bit. On the on the hotel, not on the the flights. The flights are the flights, but the hotel will normally come down a bit. Yeah, it was strange, but it's not happening. I haven't got the funds for this year because we're going to America next August. We're not request press passes. Putting it out there. Uh, Put please it out do. There. They don't seem to like yeah. us very much. No one likes us, uh, and we like, don't care. Yeah, we're like yeah. we're like Millwall, except we're not horrible, horrible, scummy people. Yeah, we, we're like we're waving our peckers in their general direction. Oh God, Amanda's like that. Oh my God, he didn't just say that. When did Amanda turn into? Like... When did turn into Lily Savage? <laughs> She's getting on a bit now. <laughs> hey, Amanda. <laughs> no, Lily Savage. Craig's the only one that's met her. So. But... We yeah, don't know what she looks like, really. But well, no, she does savage. videos. She does videos. See, yeah. that's, where, that's where Ripley lets us all down. You see, so at least with Amanda, one she's met one other person on the team, and secondly, she has videos which we believe to be her. But there is no evidence of Ripley. I, I reckon Ripley might be a vampire, you know, and that's why there's no photos. Because you can't take a photo, can you? Well, he goes around Halloween all night in a disguise with a beard and glasses on, but all people can see is an actual beard and glasses just floating. Uh, it's John Cena. Yeah, I don't even know who that is. John Cena. That's Mr. D, isn't it? Yeah, or oh, he'll be in the nursing home now, sucking on a day. Well, moving on, moving on. So... <laughs> Uh, on a Polish, on a Polish carer. So, was there was there anything um, you, you, had, you you mentioned your first trip was ninety nine, your second trip was two, uh, twenty thirteen. So, obviously, quite a, a big gap between the two things. I know you said that you could remember too much, but um, was there anything that you can remember not being there in twenty thirteen that was there when you first went there in, in ninety nine that you you missed? 
Oh god, like a shitload, yeah. <laughs> it does because I mean the thing is, like, I mean, I, I hadn't gone from um, t- uh, t- 2010. So by the time I, I went out with Craig last year, it was seven years since I'd, I'd last been there. Um, and I mean, it had changed a, a horrendous amount. You know, I, hadn't I think seen the difference since... from when I went mm. to 99 to 20, uh, 2013, probably not a lot happened <clears throat> compared to what you saw from 10 to 17. Mm. I think there's probably a lot less that I saw different, but just because of the lull that they had. Mm. But definitely things were different. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, where you said you saw the Simpsons stuff being built, I went there just after Simpsons first opened, and you had the, um, like you say, you had the shop and you had the ride, and that was it. But going there with Craig and seeing, like, the food truck and yeah. the food call and the, the other rides that they've, they've plucked there, it just feels more like an area now rather than just a ride by itself. So it's quite nice. And, yeah, Diagon Alley, when you do get to go, is uh, is exceptional, which... I suppose leads us to Segway. Um, you know, you know, I like a Segway. You know, I like a Segway. Um, but we were going to ask you uh, about both the, the, the Harry Potter show and the the tour. Um, we've done the tour. Um, some of us multiple times. Some of us once. Me, um, but I don't think anyone else on here has done the show. And in fact, um, my sister-in-law was trying to get tickets this morning. Uh, as we recall this, yeah, they went on sale again. Didn't went they? on sale, oh, and uh, <laughs> no, Doddy. Um, oh, too soon. <laughs> it's only been two days since the last time, um, but yeah, it looks like we've. I've not heard from her, so I'm assuming that we've been unsuccessful again. Um, they're still they're widely available. I checked about an hour ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay, maybe it's just a queue. And I, I know when I tried, not the last some time before. I was like in a queue and I was about yeah. seven hours in a queue. Yeah, so I originally bought them um, for the missus' birthday uh, for her 30th. She's now 33. Um, I queued <laughs> 11 hours in a virtual queue for them. Fuck it. And, and, and the virtual then queue is we went not and got even... pregnant. Oh, that is just so, so convenient. Had, so we had to sell them back. Oh, yeah. Jeez. But luckily, we then got another couple. Right. I think almost when we sold them back, they were going on sale again. So it was, yeah. Because I said to them, look, I've got a pair here. Can you just give me another pair? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, not easy. Jesus. <laughs> and I also had to pay for the privilege of selling them back to them. Yep. Oh, God. Yep. I mean, just to, kind of them. Just to clarify, it was kind of them. It was good of them. Yeah. Just to clarify, when we're talking about the virtual queue for for Harry Potter, it's not as exciting as a virtual queue that you get for Jimmy Fallon. No. Oh God, no. So if you're thinking like that, no, 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 you are literally <laughs> on a on a waiting page that says it doesn't even tell you in hours; it tells you in minutes, seconds. I don't think it even told me that. I think it said you are seventy one thousandths in the queue. Oh, uh, you could be right. I know this it... will refresh in. 45 seconds yeah and it didn't seem like it ever refreshed no just just absolutely horrendous so what cost what sort of cost did you end up paying for for these tickets um so for two of us for um part one and part two i think it was about 290 quid jesus and were they posh seats or oh no, the gods? no. they were 
No, they weren't the gods. No, um, they were. You know, they were uh, row R. Um, oh, that's not bad. It, um, a couple in. They, they were decent seats, that, but I don't think they were priced any differently to um, any others. So, but they definitely weren't the premium seats. But I, I think all of them were standard at that point. And um, the theatre is. Oh. Hmm. Is it the in London, in London somewhere? Palace Theatre, I think. Yeah. yeah, just up the road from Forbidden Planet. I I spent my teenage years and early twenties going Whoa, past that place TMI. all the time. All the time, I was walking past there. The Palace, fair I, enough, was um, it, it's, it's always had on good shows, um, and it had on Spam a lot. Yeah, when that comes to the UK. Say. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, right. Okay. So, is. What was the seat like? Was it really? You know, I'm thinking of our American listeners. You go to theatre in in London, and they're generally, you know, obviously small. hundreds, of, yeah, hundreds of years old. Very small. Oh, very. It was. Oh, it was. It was. Um, yeah, it was cramped. It was ridiculously hot. Yes. There was no aircon. Oh my god! It was. The heat was the worst thing about it, yeah. And, and after you've had a couple of drinks, you really want to have a little nap. But and it's the, it's oh, the heat. No, it's not heat. It's not central heat and heat. Oh God, it's, no, it's not. No, it's other human heat. Yeah, yeah, which is the worst sort of heat. Yeah, it's got to be honest. Like we went to see um, we went to see Lion King uh, beginning of oh, this year. That was good. Amazing, amazing. Well, I, that yeah, wasn't bad. Like I um. I I um I, I'd never been that fussed about seeing it if I'm honest. Like it looked good, but I was never like, oh, I need to see this. But my, my wife, she always wanted to. So um, my mother-in-law got us tickets for Christmas, uh, and we we went. My mother-in-law. My mother-in-law. No, I like my mother-in-law. She's like my mum, but not horrible. And um, my mother-in-law. She. So we went. We went there, but I couldn't believe. Now, I mean, I think. I mean, they weren't they weren't top of the range seats. They were on the lower end, so it was up quite high. But the actual condition of the seats was shocking, like completely moth ridden, um, yeah. barely any padding in them. And I thought, like, it, like even if you had like a decent seat, like that, like an eighty quid seat or whatever, um, they were still the same condition. Like it was just the whole theatre needed renovating. And I thought that they've got the front to charge this much money when the quality is that bad. I went to my local theatre the other week. I'm going to say the word again, spam a lot, because uh, that's how I found out. It was at, it, I remember it was at the Palace because I saw it at my local theatre. And um, oh, shut up, Siri. And um, <laughs> and um, what, and what, what my, triggered that? <laughs> don't know. Maybe because I said spam a lot. I don't know. See, spam a lot. Spam a, no, no. no. Um, but I went to my local theatre. And my local theatre was obviously—I know it's—it's it's obviously going to be cheaper because it's local theatre, but the seats were pristine, and it was like a quarter of the price. And I thought, why do you pay all that extra money and get this really crappy, like seating arrangement? It was just oh. Anyway, yeah, that's, uh, that's my time. On the on the bottom of our ticket, it actually said a one pound fifty restoration fee has been applied to your ticket. Well, I thought it better go to uh, air conditioning first. I'll be honest. <laughs> oh God, human sweat. It smell. was it was minging. And what time of year was this? Was this was this you know three in the three weeks or? ago, four weeks ago, something like that? Oh wow! It was, oh, so it's, you so it was just cold out. It. So they yeah, could what, have just uh, opened actually, the window. 
we were quite lucky. I think that weekend was actually almost, mm, I think it was just before that cold snap. Jammy bugger. I think I think the weekend after is when we had the uh, beef from the east. Yeah. Mr. Bonnie yeah. Beast. <laughs> That's the piss from the west. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, so did you buy a program? No. Did you go and have a pint in there? I do like having a pint in the theatres. No. Uh, so we got into central London for midday, started at twelve thirty, and we thought, right, okay, we'll uh, we'll grab a bit of dinner before we go into the theatre. Oh, it is, it is a nice little pub. We'll get some food in there. We had five cocktails and then went to the uh, theatre. <laughs> so five no, cocktails. So, so basically a liquid lunch. Correct. Yeah. 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 Um, we had no kids, so you know we took yeah. full advantage of that. And when you so, seen when you were seeing this, because I have you know I've, I've been trying to get tickets, so I know that on some days they show part one in the uh, you know during the afternoon and then the second part in the evening but sometimes they show part one one night and part two an additional night so what was the arrangement you had so yeah we were uh, on a saturday so we saw part one 2:30 uh till 4:30 chinese yeah. dentist and, <laughs> and then uh, part two at 7:30 till 10:30 something like that yeah so we did it all on one day uh, on a saturday yeah So, in between shows, did you go back on it like a car bonnet? Yeah. yeah. Oh, good lad. Did you have like? Did you? We had uh, two bottles of prosecco and and a couple of other little drinks in between. Yeah, it was good times. (laughs) Did did you stay over? Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. Oh, he wasn't driving back after that. So, baby number, baby number three is coming now. Uh, No. I hope not. Go to Marty. I hope not. <laughs> Boss that in it. No. I'd rather get a hamster. <laughs> well, Luke at some point clearly wants to go back to Orlando, so, you know, each kid yeah. is an additional three or exactly. four years you can't go. Yes. That's how I look at it anyway. One of them but, would only get left out, you know. Or left they'd behind. be on a different island plane. They'd be on a different roller coaster car. You know, they'd only be left out, so it's unfair on them. Exactly. No, it's smart thing. That, 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 Luke, good parenting. Yeah. <laughs> anyone listening, that, that's good parenting right there. Um, if anyone listening is thinking of having children, just get a cat or a dog. Or maybe a little newt. You don't have to take them anywhere. Or a Craig Lucas. Or just me. Oh, I'd love to have a millionaire mum and dad. No, you definitely won't get a millionaire one. Um, so, Luke, I've got, to, I've, got to, I've got to ask, because, I mean, I like... Um, I, I know for someone as, as macho and butch as me, it's going to come as quite a surprise to our listeners. Um, but I do love uh, the theatre, and I do love musicals um, and, and stage shows. I thought um, you were going to say a finger up the bum, then. And... Um, Craig, we've said before what happened in Orlando stays in Orlando, um, and and so I, I you know, I, if I could go more frequently, I would. I I love to, but it's obviously an expensive uh, treat, really, for most of us. So, I, what are you like with the theatre? Do you enjoy the theatre? Was this something a little bit out of your comfort zone, or? So it's a it's the second one I've ever seen. So I saw The Lion King, 
mm-hmm. um, and then this one. And it, uh, when we saw The Lion King, it was a bit like, oh, it's a musical, you know, it's got good reviews, okay, all right, you've twisted my arm, I'll go along. Absolutely loved it. Absolutely mm-hmm. loved it. Um, and I'm, I'm like you, you know, very manly and, you know. <clears throat> do you, um, when you say manly, do you wee sitting or standing? Depends on how drunk I am. Yeah, real men, real men sit, Craig, it's fine. Well, you know, if you, especially if you've got a squatty potty. It's all about the um, prostate, I think. Yeah, squat, squatty potty is the way forward, everyone. Other, other brands of toilet stools are available. I just use a bin. Hence, bin, hence the bin dippers. <laughs> I love it. I, I love it when you say something and Nick's got a mouthful of cherry pepper rats. can't respond. So desperate. I was like, bin dippers, bin dippers. Um, oh, okay. Dear. So, so you, you, yeah, you, so you've seen the Lion King, but not not really into. Uh, or not, so not yeah, into yeah, I wouldn't normally go to the theatre. No, that's not normally a pastime of ours. But Harry um, Potter, are you a fan of the books, the films, both, neither? Oh yeah, films and books. Yeah, um, love them all. Um, been to the uh, Leaves and Studios. Really, sort of, yeah quite a big fan of, the, of uh, Harry Potter so uh, when we actually thought oh yeah let's go see this play um, thought yeah Dead Apart Street um, yes it's what a house are you in? Um, oh, Ravenclaw oh god <laughs> yeah hell. tell me about it what What else is everyone else in? Hufflepuff clearly you, well come on <laughs> P-dubs save us Gryffindor Oh, me and P-dubs. We're playing Cock Conkers in the common room later. <laughs> Soggy oh. Um <laughs> We had some of them on the night out. <laughs> yeah, we, no, that, that was Dirty Fries, wasn't it? <laughs> similar, similar, but not yeah. quite the same. Um, okay, so enough about that. Um, okay, so, so what did you think of the play? Uh, stunning. Absolutely stunning. stunning. Honestly, it far exceeded any expectations. It really did. I'd stayed away from any sort of spoilers or. Oh, so you uh, hadn't read the, uh, the the pretend book? No, um, we've actually bought it uh, after the fact. Right. Um, just so that now we can you know, have a little flick through and you know go to your favourite bit or whatever. Um, so I'd steered away from everything um, in anticipation. And yeah, it was so good. It was a great production. It was a great story. The effects were good. Yeah, highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. Because that's the thing. Like, I've got to be honest. Like when when I heard they were doing a, a stage play, um, and I said again, when I've gone to see a lot of theatre productions, it's normally the musicals and stuff like that. And when I think of a play, I always think it's it's going to be quite low key in terms of the staging um, and I don't know I, I don't know why I have that idea in my head but to me like musicals are where you get these big elaborate sets and set pieces but plays I think normally because they're, they're more straightforward you don't tend to I don't tend to think of them as having these kind of elaborate sets or these set pieces or these effects but that's what I've heard from people that have seen it is that um, you know the the way they the set they do things with the set and the way they have um, some of the effects done is incredible. The the effects are absolutely phenomenal. 
it's so they do, must do, have do, do, do. <laughs> they must have a meter at the back of the stage that they can just plunge into absolute darkness that they can just disappear into because you're watching something and all of a sudden they are gone wow or all of a sudden they appear from absolutely nowhere uh, uh, you know, and you can clearly see where the actual back wall is, but they've appeared from way in front of that, um, and and just simple wand tricks, and yeah, very very good uh, special effects, but very simple special effects. Hmm. Nice. That does sound good. And well, that's that's theatre for you, though. Correct. Isn't it? Yes, that is. Yeah, yeah that is theatre. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I mean, even so, I think though, and I, I I think as well, like. With Harry Potter, you think, well, how's it going to live up to those films? Because even if you're not a fan of those films, and you're, you know, and you do get people that, you know, think the the book's amazing and don't think that highly of the films, but if you've seen the films, you you then have this visual in your head of what they can do. So you, you do think, well, how can they do those kind of things on a stage? You have a huge expectation, huge mm. expectation. Yeah. But it lived um, up to it and exceeded it. That, oh yeah, that, that they did a um, a moving staircase scene that you would think that you know without CGI and without special effects, how would they do that on stage? But wow, did they pull it off? You know, it was it was it was incredible. You know, it was it was actually very simple of, uh, on how they did it. Um, but you know, looking at it, you're going, mm, well, yeah, that works completely works. Oh, it does. It just sounds amazing, doesn't it? Sounds absolutely amazing. Definitely, definitely do, worth the price. Do they yeah. play the like the Harry Potter, Harry Potter music from the films? No, it's not scored. It's not scored um, with the same music. Um, it's not done. Uh, no, so you can hear an undertone of it, but only very. Yeah, yes and no, but more no. That was, vague. that was vague, wasn't it? Yeah. Variations on the theme, I think, is what yes, you, correct. you kind of yeah. lead to, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I suppose the thing is, the score's probably, you know, copyright to, to Warner Brothers, and this obviously, this production is, is J.K. Rowling rather yes. than Warner or Universe or whoever other, other party she's, she's gone with before. So I suppose they're probably limited in what they do, but you can obviously get inspired by previous work it's probably the safe way of doing it without getting any lawyers involved um, like we're inspired by other podcasts um, I don't think we are Craig no we're not no, no other podcast goes on the tangents that we do um, yeah we're probably for the they, best like to st- they like to steal sections of our podcast they, though they do like to, to, to steal some of our ideas and sections and catchphrases but besides that nothing alike that's why we're the uh, podcast is not the same as all the others. Um, hashtag Afterlight Network. So, um, I mean, it was obviously a very expensive day, and I suppose as like for you as well, because you don't live near London. Um, you know, you had not only the price of the theatre, which was expensive in itself, but then you had to factor in travel costs, uh, hotel accommodation, the ridiculous price of of drinks in our capital city. Um, so. I mean, it's it's not going to be a cheap weekend for people, but you would still say it's it's yep. worthwhile doing. Yep, well worth it. Yeah, even with all the expense thrown in, yes, uh, definitely worth it. Yeah. 
it's uh, we, we we saw it as you know, you know it's a uh, one of those little special treats um mm. like i said you know originally it was for the missus 30th birthday so um but i think even if it wasn't for her birthday we still would have gone you know yeah. it was that good yeah would you do it again yes wow i would definitely go and see it again once they you know roll around the actors um yes definitely because that's the other thing as well is that there's and, and I know they've just done a, a cast change um, recently or they've announced a cast change but um, you know there's no one really uh, famous in it so similar really to to the films in that you know the main cast were obviously unknowns it was only like the secondary characters that were kind of recognisable faces um, and I, I think that's the same with the cast of the play as well like it's it's pretty much either newcomers to to stage work or people that may have been in other stage productions, but you certainly wouldn't have recognised them from you know film or TV shows, which is a, you know kind of a staple of a lot of London productions. Is you do get people that have been in soaps or been on a, a reality show or something like that, but I think all the people they've had in the show so far have been um, you know not well known at all. So. Is Pat Butcher in it or Doc Cotton? Yeah, both. Obviously, that just you just you know that's exactly what I just said. I've I've actually got a funny story to take a leaf out of, of Chris's book about Doc Cotton. What? I, um, what? <laughs> I was um was going to see um Charlie Borman. You know that did the the bike rides with you and McGregor. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, oh yeah yeah. Gone to pick up the tickets from the theatre out in in the Peak District. Was, was where he was doing a live show about the about the trips. Gone out there and it it was snowing and it snows quite heavily in the Peak District, even if like where I live it doesn't. So we'd gone and picked the tickets up, walked back to the car parks in the car park just outside, not in a like multi-story or anything. Got to the side of the car and slipped over, and um, laying there, thinking I've got to get up. Looked up, who the fuck was looking at me? But Doc Cotton. Did she have a like, in the golf? No, she's really posh. And I'm mm. laying there, and all I could say was to the to my wife was, fuck me, it's Doc Cotton. <laughs> and she just looked at me and walked off. <laughs> and got in her car and drove off before I had even got off the floor. And the weird thing think... is, is she died two days earlier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. I was going to say, was she dead? so did they pull with the ghosts was nearly headless Nick in this I know he's I don't think he's in the book no he's in the the book he's not in the film no not the pretend book oh the cursed child did they have any ghosts in it don't think they did no I I was going to say was it just like a shitty projection (laughs) Yeah, you imagine, you imagine everything else is brilliant, and then we've got a crap projection. Uh, no, just, they, just use, not, they use an no OHP. Ropes. They use an OHP with those plastic sheets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shit, don't stand in front of it. <laughs> I'll tell you what, kids today have got no idea, have they? Like you know, today, you know, if you go and see something that's you know, got a projection on it, like Cinderella's Castle or something, you know, they have projection mapping. When we had something projected, it was on an overhead projector with a piece of plastic <laughs> laminate 
They've been written on. Acetate. Poke at. Jimmy Savile standing behind it with his dick in his hand. <laughs> oh, no more Jimmy Savile. Second. <laughs> um, right, okay, so out of ten, no, out of a hundred, Craig Lucas is in the house. Out of a hundred, what would you give it? 94. Whoa, Ooh, high praise indeed. I, while I've been sitting chatting, I've been on the website trying to get tickets. Can you get them? No. Really? No. What There's... number are you in the queue? I got in straight away. But How can ev- you not... Because every date I was picking, because oh. I've said Kerry uh, and Eve can, can go. And they've got to go on Saturdays because there's the children and pull them out of school. Teachers. Yeah, it's an educational trip. Fuck the teachers. Don't actually fuck the teachers. Don't do that. No. Don't actually do that. I do try. Does do that from time to time. But if if you do it, then it's not my birthday or Christmas or our anniversary. So what else is there? Um, you You can get tickets for like it's Hanukkah. The set, the, uh, you can get tickets for this Saturday. Well, where, where, where from? Where from? Tom, send you a link. Send me a link. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I could send my this girls is, down. You know to what? London. I can't wait. I can't wait for people to listen to this episode in six months' time. <laughs> Thinking, yeah, it was, it was kind of going well. And then Craig decided halfway through that he was more interested in trying to buy tickets for Harry Potter the Saturday that we recorded this episode. Um, right, while Craig, while Craig does oh, there's that, the link. while Craig does that, let's let's oh. do this. Hang on. Oh, is that a commercial break? Is that Wendy Pratter? It will, well, it will be Wendy Pratter when I do some editing. Yeah. Is After Dark Podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Hi, Wendy Prater at Magical Journeys here, proud sponsor of the Universal After Dark podcast. How would you like to be among some of the first guests to stay at Universal's new property, the Aventura Hotel? Aventura opens this August and is another great option to consider when staying at Universal. You can get early entry benefits, transportation to and from all the parks, and have views of any of the three parks. At the end of a long day, have a drink in style on the new rooftop bar. Book a four-night stay with me to get 20% off your stay with rates as low as $116 per night along with a $50 food and drink credit. You must book by June 15th and travel dates are August 16th through December 20th. Mention this ad to stack your savings and get $25 off your deposit. Find me at WPMagicJourneys.com or any social media at WPMagicJourneys. 
Um, fucking love Wendy Prather. And she'll love to hear that praise. Now, the other, the other thing that we have in the UK that... Well, it's not, I mean, not the only other thing, because I think there's a few unofficial things like that. I know there's a, a Harry Potter hotel room you can stay in. There's a Harry Potter escape room that they're doing somewhere as well at the moment. Um, Round the corner from the theatre, they've got a Mina Lima um, exhibit. Well, certainly when, when we were down there, they did. Um, right. they're, they're the people that do all the artwork for it. Yeah, the, the, are they the, um, the ones that did like the posters and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. posters, all of Daily Profit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, stuff like that. They actually had an exhibit on. <clears throat> they were flyering us in the queue for it. Wow. And it wasn't until I got home and I looked at the flyer and I went, oh, fuck. Because oh. I sort of missed it. It was a free entry. It was just, a you know, they'd, they'd rented a space in something and, you know, it was coming along and have a look. So a bit peed off I missed that, but... Yeah, there's quite a few things going on around the uh, country. But the main the main thing, and in, and in fact, obviously, this obviously predates uh, the stage show. Um, I don't know if I can call it stage shows. Theatre production. Um, yeah. But before that, um, Leaves and Studios um, opened up uh, a, a big kind of exhibit behind the scenes of Harry Potter. And I think it's just called the, the Harry Potter Studio Tour, isn't it? Yeah, I think I so. Yeah. Call anything more posh than that, but um, it opened Warner, Warner Brothers Studios Tour London. Of course, yes, because I think at one point there were rumours that they were going to expand the tour, and it was going to be about you know it was going to be about other things that they filmed at Leavesden because Leavesden Leavesden's got a, a huge history with film production um, in the UK. Um, yeah, it, it was originally going to include all the Batman stuff. You wasn't it going oh. to include James Bond as well? I was about to say, yeah. I think I think they're currently filming James Bond there now. I believe. Oh, I know, I know, I know. They were talking about doing some of that stuff as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, Leavesden is is a, a very famous studio, um, and as we kind of mentioned earlier, it's set. Uh, sorry, sorry, it's it's based um, where P Dubs uh, used to be from. Yeah, uh, my hometown. Yeah, uh, home of P Dubs and, and Elson John's second favourite football club. Do you know about this P Dubs, by the way? Yeah. What's that about? He's a pillock sometimes. Yeah. What's his favourite football club? Man United, apparently. Oh, he's a fucking bellend. When I went to see him in Vegas, he um, it was an, we went to see Elton John because it was we we'd gone out we hadn't gone out for it but. The weekend we was going out was when Amir Khan was fighting, back when he was still a contender. Um, and the fight got called off the week before because his opponent had failed a drugs test. So we got money back for the boxing and we was like, right, well, that's that's on the strip, we'll go and see that. And so, you know, everyone that was going to the boxing still had flights, but they still went out to Vegas and Wayne Rooney was in the audience watching... Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you pushed the Wayne Rooney. So uh yeah. yeah, he was in he was in the crowd and Elson John got him to you know, spotted him and got him to stand up uh in the in the audience and said a you know, this thing about how, you know, Man United's favourite football team and, and stuff and I was like, Well hang on a second. I didn't say this obviously because 'cause I'm not a chump. Should have done. No, 'cause I'm a West Ham fan, I don't care. But I just thought, well, hang on a second, surely it's Watford. But um Dirty turncoat. That's what he is. Yeah, just where he could find. Well, where he could afford at the time. <laughs> so, um, so they opened. I think the studio tour opened. Was it twenty twelve? Twenty eleven. 
it opened. I can't remember. I can't remember either. I know I've I've been twice. Once when it was brand new and a couple of weeks ago. Mm. I think it was. I think it must have been 2011. It opened. Maybe 2010. Thinking about it, but I went. Um, I went the first year that they did Christmas at Hogwarts. So the Great Hall was all done um, up for Christmas, and oh, it is brilliant, breathtaking. Like it's I can Im- gorgeous. We've done it twice. Yeah, I mean, I can imagine. You know how stunning it because it, it sounds really simple because it is, but they kind of just go, you know, right, we're we're going to go in here, and they open that door, and just like um, when Spoiler you go alert. to <laughs> tough. If they haven't gone already, this is my attitude. Um, but just like when you go and see Diagon Alley, it just it just opens up in front of your eyes, and it's it's just you know you're there. You, you suddenly think you know this is what I've been watching. It is a phenomenal reveal. Yeah, it really. Is. It's it's almost uh, on a par with um, Bell in Magic Kingdom. Who's Bell? My Bell. That bird who um, hangs around with the beast. Oh, uh, wow. story, story time with Bell. I've never seen that show. Well, basically, there you you're looking in the mirror, and the mirror opens, and you're like, yeah, "What? What? How did that just happen?" And you walk through. Okay. So you're sitting in the theatre. They give you the Harry Potter um, blurb about how amazing it was uh, the, uh, it's it's all on the big screen and then the screen lifts up and then the reveal is as you say breathtaking the screen disappears doesn't it yeah as, so, as if by magic and then it, they they light it up and the doors there and they get people out they pull people out of the audience my eyes were sweating at this point yeah <laughs> so was my ring <laughs> But it is, it's like, you know, if you're, and we've talked about this because we were trying to get, we were trying to go um, again before my daughter's birthday, um, just because it means we wouldn't have had to have paid for her. Um, and <laughs> uh, we said to our, we said to our friends. You uh, can lie about the age. Well, apparently so. Apparently so. I'm just too <laughs> honest. I'm just too honest. Um, there goes our press passes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, because they were dead cert. Um, but we said to our friends about going and... Um, because uh, their oldest son is uh, seven and a half, and they were like, "Yeah, but he doesn't—he's not really into the films that much, so I don't think he's going to really enjoy it." And I thought, you know what? I can—I can kind of—I can kind of see that because obviously, the more into the films you are, the more spectacular it all is. Definitely. But I think if you are interested in film, just in general, you will still take stuff away from it. Um, it if, won't have that impact, but it's still worthwhile doing. I I genuinely believe you need to have an interest in Harry Potter to enjoy this. Well, I mean, it's an expensive day out, isn't it? I think it's um, yeah. a, uh, what, was it about forty pound? I think a ticket. Forty quid each. I think yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I think we, we, we first we, we about took, thirty. Um, we took the little one. He was. Probably two at the time, and yeah, he was not interested in any way, shape, or form. Hmm. Did not, nothing held him. No. Well, hopefully we... you did. Well, yeah, I had to. Yeah, I had to. 
we've not stopping running off. No, we've taken Eve On maybe maybe four years ago, like when it was sort of brand new, and then obviously after she's it was one of them read the Harry Potter books Eve you love them no because you want me to read them I'm not reading them and then when she did eventually read them she she has talked to it she is she is a Hufflepuff she has got you know she's totally into the Potters so the first time she went she was bored out of her brain genuinely she did not enjoy it me and mummy, me and my wife, oh, Potterheads, we've read the books, we've watched the films, we couldn't enjoy it because we had two kids with us who didn't want to be there. So bear that in mind, if the kids aren't interested, they're not going to get any joy from this whatsoever. You're probably right, I mean, you are probably right, but, I mean... If having an interest in movies is different to having an interest in Harry Potter specifically. Yes, but I think the thing is, whilst you won't be you won't necessarily be impressed by seeing some of the sets or seeing some of the things, it, the behind the scenes stuff, you know, how they make stuff and how um they put things together, that would be interesting regardless. Well, the Great Hall in the films is a great hall. Yes. In in reality, it's a hall. <laughs> it's there's nothing great about it. There's nothing behind the scenes there. That's all on show. That's yeah. That it's, is what it is. It's quite small. When you you think about in the movies, you've got the four sets of houses spread out amongst the hall, and I don't think you could fit that 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 table formation in that hall. Surely you can't. I, I I agree. I don't think you can. I, I think, think that's actually a remake of the set. That set's been moved from somewhere else in Leavesden to there for for the experience. That's not I, the actual one they used. Ah, right. Okay. I think I think originally it must well it must have been bigger because yeah it's, you can't fit everyone in that. You can't fit four rows of tables in there. You can't no. But then, again, I mean, you don't know how much of that is is added in afterwards. Yeah, and and, and that as well. Yeah, you know, it, could, it could be that they film they film, you know, the the sequence with you know different people at different times and just splice it all together. Possibly, I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah, you might be right. You might be right. But regardless, I mean, I think yeah, if you are a Harry Potter fan, you'll just be blown away. I mean. For those listeners, I'm, I'm, I'm expecting most of our listeners that you know do listen to this show have been to Universal Studios at a time when Harry Potter has been opened. Um, because at this point, you know, at the time of recording it was it eight years almost since the first part of Harry Potter opened at Universal Studios. So even if you've only seen one part of it, you'd have seen something. And you know, I think. When you see when you go to Hogsmeade for the first time, because obviously that was the first, uh, did Craig just fall over and die then or something? I think so. That was me. Oh, okay, that's fine. That's fine. As long as it's I fell over. Okay, just... as long as you're alive, that's the main thing. Yep. Lord um... Luke has just shot his load into a sock. That's what that was. Because I, I mentioned Hogsmeade. Um, yeah. But when you when you went there for the first time, and you know this was pre studios or anything else that you you know the public kind of see. 
it felt like walking onto a film set. You know, it felt oh. like they'd recreated the films in front of you. And that's amazing. But with the tour, rather than seeing something that looks like what was in the films, this is the stuff that was in the films. That's oh. exactly how I was explaining it earlier to my friend. He said, what's the difference? And I said, one is on stage, one is off stage. Yeah. Was that really? Yeah. You go to Universal, you get past camera height, and it continues. In Watford, oh, yeah. You get get past camera height, and it finishes. And then it's scaffolding. And then it's scaffolding, and foam, expandable foam. There's lots of expandable foam everywhere. Well, it's how they keep those, that you know those uh, companies in business, isn't it? You always think, oh, yeah. like, how do expandable phone companies stay in business? Well, walk onto a film set. That's that's where it all goes, people. Exactly. Um, but I mean, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I mean, over the years, so I, I only went. Um, I just looked it up. It actually opened in twenty twelve, so it must have been Christmas twenty twelve that we went, um, and they've added a few things since then. Um, and they do seasonal things. So, like at the moment, I think from now until I'm sure I read it was September, they've got the Goblet of Fire. Yeah. Did um, you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? <laughs> not, not yet. As Michael Gambon would do. <laughs> not, not yet. I've, you know, hopefully one day. Um, put me knob in the Goblet of Fire. Yeah, get your hands off my knob. <laughs> um, obviously, everyone's favourite line from Bed Dobbs and Brimsticks. Um, it's about witches, so it's fine. It's it's relevant, um, but um, but so they do, they do seasonal things. And Craig, you went um, a few weeks ago, didn't you? What about a month ago now? Um, when it snowed, so about three weeks ago, maybe. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. and you, like since you'd gone, they've done the Forbidden Forest. Is that the expansion there? The there was two brand new things, or three. Uh, sort of. One of them was the Hogwarts Express. Oh yes, that wasn't there when I went yet. Yeah, that was there the last time I went. Which um, is mm, yeah, okay. It's basically the the, the sound stage of some of the platform, the train and then you've got a carriage which you walk through and you've got the, the scenes set for maybe three or four of the films in each little um, carriage thing. What's that called? What they sit in? Compartment. Compartment, yeah. Compartment, yeah. So one of the compartments will be set for such a film, the next compartment's the longest for the next film, and so on and so forth. It was nice... um, you can go out and sit in your own compartment and be part of a film. So it's all projection mapping, it's all green screen, and obviously it's purchasable afterwards. So a bit like um, what I do with the um, the broomstick. Oh, the broomstick, yeah, which we did as a photograph. I've, I've got the photograph there, I'll share it with you after this episode's gone out. Because um, we did take, we did pose for a photograph do you want you to do a photograph and then go and do a short movie of you on a broomstick? And it's 
it's a sick to me the the price you've paid for forty pounds. What they're doing there is a sickening cash grab. It, it's because it's not good. It's not good at all. But then um, they've also introduced the Forbidden Forest, as you say, and it's piss poor. It's be, it, yeah, it's a it's a a one or a two out of ten. Honest to God, it's. What they've done with it is they've they've got some props out of the Forbidden Forest from the movies, and they've built I, up this. I don't even think they were props. I, I I think they've made them especially for it, and they're crap. Yeah, that that might be real. That that might be. So you've got a hippogriff. Is it a hippogriff? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Buckby, and he bows to you when he works. When he works, he was working when we went. It wasn't working when I went. Oh right, so, and I, just... I, I, it just opened when I went. So, so you're just bowing in front of him, and he's just looking at you. Is it a bit like the uh, the Harry Potter version of Disco Yeti? <laughs> yeah, spot on. They put a strobe light on him. It didn't make any difference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny you should say that because they do actually. Um, <laughs> then you walk around the corner and. Um, this big spider was there. Now, like you say, whether it was the one from the movie set, I couldn't tell you. I think well, the actual, I think the actual spider is, uh, but although all the actual other trees and props cannot be because they look crap. But the, the, thing the is... spider, the spider used to be in the the animatronics. Ah, uh, right, right, yeah. okay. They moved it out of there they, and put it. In they there. reckon it weighs a ridiculous amount. I think I've read. Somewhere, so it weighs like a ton and a half. Jesus, yeah, that's a lot of spider. That's a lot, a lot of spider. Um, and then you walk around the corner, and there's a greyhound statue hmm. with some strobe lights on, basically. <laughs> and apparently, that's how they recreated the Patronuses in the films. They stuck a greyhound. In the film, with a load of lights, take to it. Well, I was going to say because the thing is, like you know, <coughs> Luke. Um, I think the TV just come on. Um, Luke um, was saying about why the... is your why is your TV just come on? Oh, so no. Siri, like you, are you haunted? Well, he's just watching porn. Oh, he's. Oh, it's a five-minute preview for Bay Station. That's why it's probably turned on. Yeah, it's Flash the Gash. Do you remember Flash the Gash? I don't know. Of course, I Jones is recording. He was on CBeebies. What? Like, oh, CBeebies isn't on at this time. Uh, that's the point. That's why it was silent. That's why I thought the TV was off, because CBeebies doesn't broadcast anything this time of night. Um, yeah. It's TV After Dark. <laughs> that's what Pop After Dark is. Um, but... Flash the Gash comes on at midnight. Oh, I love Babe Station. So, um, with with regards to the props and about what what they use and what they don't use, the problem is is that obviously a lot of the effects in most films nowadays aren't aren't real, aren't actual yeah. objects. So yeah. there's every chance because I mean the thing is, are you saying that they just look like crap? What the tree? Yeah. So the trees. Are, yeah, the oh. trees did not look good. But the, thing the is, trees it could be, are ETQ line. 
but I I know exactly where they filmed the scenes in the forest. It's in um, <clears throat> it's near it's in Berkshire, and they had it cordoned off for months while they were filming. So they honestly actually filmed in a forest. So why they would then need to CGI stuff after? I don't know. They had real trees. You know, it's crazy. I bet I I guarantee there's a reason behind it. I I can't believe they just build something just for the sake of the tour, but. I'm sure I, that they might I have done it for the... camera shots or practicing or or something. I guarantee there's a reason no. why they look so crappy. I'm no. going to look at the photos now. I think they've literally just created the trees as somewhere to house uh, I the that, said, that sense. said props. Mm. So the you Griffin... can't just place a spider there for no reason. Yeah, that that that's basically what they've done, they've, they've pulled together some props from the movies from the Forbidden Forest and stuck them into a Forbidden Forest themed area the Forbidden Forest very much looks like the queue line for E.T. genuinely so it'll go up to a certain point and then That's after the that bit. it's scaffolding you're like E.T. stinks of stale piss this doesn't stink of stale piss yet point Things of point. Point. Was that Australian for point? Yeah, why not? <laughs> if you want. Why? Why can't write? I love looking at uh, um, Lewis's photographs on um, this down under. Why can't you get shreddies in Australia? What the fuck's going on, Australia? It's just, just. Import tax is too expensive. Yeah, they just don't make them. It's a bit like, you know, you could question why, you know, America allow children to have their own handguns but won't allow them to have a Kinder Egg. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, it just <laughs> is what it is. Just, you know. um, yeah, okay. Um, what, what, what The other thing about the tour that I remember um, is that as you go into... Pivot Drive, which I'm assuming is still there. Yeah. Well, yeah. Is the bridge still there as well? Yeah. That was shut on the day we were there because it had been snowing, so it was full of ice. Right. It's always shut. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. I've, I've only been on it the first time I went. Every other time I've been, it's been closed. That's why it's shut now, then. It was open, it was open last year when I went in it. Because you're not supposed to fuck a bridge. Fucking hell, Paul. <laughs> But at that point, when you go out to to see Pivot Drive, that is where they sold Butterbeer. Yes. Is that still um, where they sell it? So Yes. But sort of. Sort of. Because when I went the first time, it was a kiosk in that area. Yep. And it was dishwater in a glass for twice as much as it was in Orlando. And it was shit. Yeah, I wasn't. I mean, I'm not. I'm not a massive fan of butterbeer at all. I mean, I had some of your butterbeer. That's not a euphemism. <laughs> yeah, um, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> right off the top. I had some of. I had some of Craig's creamy butterbeer on my lips when we was in Orlando, um, <laughs> because I hadn't. I hadn't tried it in. Uh, well, seven years. Um, but I remember not enjoying it that much. And when we went on the studio tour, we we bought one because we felt obliged to. And again, I wasn't that big a fan. But 
when I when I had Craig's one, I did. Think it was uh, a bit nicer than I remembered. Um, and I'm still not sure. I'm still not sure if they use the same recipe or not. Well, when I went back um, two or three weeks ago, they've built a whole cafeteria area with great big giant glass walls. So they've encased that whole area and made it into a cafe. And it's allowed them to make another bar. So where the window is, the window's still there. Right. But but internally, you've got a bar area now. And at that bar area, you can buy butterbeer and ice cream butterbeer. So they're not yet doing frozen butterbeer and they're not yet doing hot butterbeer. But it's allowed them to make an extra £10,000 a day. Is what you I, meant. <laughs> I, I can imagine, yeah. So we bought two ice cream butterbeers in the um, thingy cups, souvenir cups, and two glasses of butterbeer in the souvenir mugs. And it was a thousand percent better than the last time we went. In fact, I would go as far as to say uh, the ice cream butterbeer there is better than the ice cream butterbeer I've tasted in Orlando. Honestly, honestly. Because you could taste the butterbeer in the ice cream in Wofford. You couldn't in Orlando. So, put that in your pipe and smoke it. JK. I'm coming for you, JK. It's good to know they've, they've improved it, at least. They've improved it. Privet Drive, right. Now, I don't remember the first time, and it might be me Alzheimer's, but Sorry. I don't remember walking into the house. No, that's new in the last 18 months or so, I think. Right. Mm, so now you go inside the house and it's very much um, basically the, a movie set for the exterior of the house and they've retrofitted the interior of the house to sort of make it look like it was the, it obviously wasn't, they've just made an attraction out of it, so you can look into the living room and you can see a million uh, letters all flying around the room, that type of stuff. But it adds something to the, the to the you know to the majesty of it all, and it makes it something worth going to look at. Whereas it was just the exterior of a house eighteen months ago, as Paul says. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. So Definitely. I mean. Would we say? Well, and also as well, I don't want to. I don't want to give away the ending, but there is a very good um, last section of the tour. Yeah. Well, the bit before the, the last. Shop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the toilets. Um, the bit before the big thing that you're talking about is all the um, all the animatronic monsters that might have created, and there's a whole. Um, thing with that little fella um, Warwick, what's Warwick Davis Warwick Davis yeah and it's all screen based but then there's practical things in front of you 
that will interact with Warwick Davis on the stage, on the screen. So you move from scene one to scene two to scene three to scene four. And that is really, that's a, a nice bit of the, the hats off to you, Warwick Davis. It's brilliant. Him and the other fella, the, the makeup man, the animatronic man, um, really knock it out the park with that one. I enjoyed that. And it was there. It was there in 2012. I suspect it's exactly the same as it was then, but it's still worth just taking the time to follow the film round instead of just walking through it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And then there's the big thing that you don't want to tell anyone about, which is breathtaking. Can reduce that pot of fan to tears, which I've seen. It's the corpse and, of uh, Dumbledore. Dumbledore's corpse with Voldemort's pecker literally just on his chin. About to teabag him. It was stunning. It's stunning, isn't it? Yeah, it really was. When I seen it originally, I'll be honest with you, I, I shed a tear. Um, last time... I, I mean, you were, eyes were sweating. Yeah. Sweaty eyes. Sweaty ring piece. I'll show you a sweaty eye. Sweaty Japs eye. <laughs> you can't say that anymore. What do you call can't the Japs? You? Why not? Well, because all the Japanese are now offended. They have sweaty eyes, though, don't they? Yeah, but they're not all one-eyed. What? I didn't say they I were. I don't think... <laughs> right, moving swiftly on. Because <laughs> that, that's just madness. So... It's an expensive, much like... I think if you're a fan of Harry Potter, you have to be aware you're going to be spending a lot of money. So, um, much like uh, the theatre trip that we were talking about earlier, you know, going to this is not a, a cheap day out. Um, you're looking at £40 uh, plus for an adult. I think it's. I think there's a slightly reduced ticket price for children. Uh, if I remember rightly, I think it might be twenty-five or thirty pound or something. Yeah, so it was something like that. We got a family ticket. Mm. What I will say about the gift shop is Nick. Yeah. If if you remember, I bought oh, our Eve Hufflepuff a Hufflepuff mug, a Hufflepuff um, top mm. to get over the guilt of me going to Universal on my own without my children. Yeah. Yeah. Everything that I bought in Universal Orlando. Is available in Wofford. <laughs> I love it. Did you hear that then? I think um, Washington's just stood on a frog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what it was. <laughs> Try to work out what that means. <laughs> Honest yeah. to God, the, we found the top that I bought Eve and I found the mug that I bought Eve. So that is real, that's something to bear in mind. Mm. Just a similar price, but it, it basically frees up suitcase space. Really, you can be in Universal Orlando and buy A, B, C, and D and fill your case up, or you can go to Wofford and make two days out for the price of one and get it all there. Craig, what time did you go? What time were your uh, um, tickets for? Ten o'clock in the morning. Right. So w- when you got there. Was the gift shop open? Yes. Did you take advantage of it then? It, no, because we knew on the exit we'd be purchasing. 
Yeah, no, but what I mean is because we, so ours were at ten as well, and the yeah. gift shop was dead. But when oh, we, we, but when we finished, it was rammed. Yeah, definitely. We walked around the gift shop at ten o'clock in the morning. Well, at, at like nine forty-five. Yeah, whatever. Like, yeah. Yeah, and it was empty, and we had so, the gift shop to ourselves. Also, yeah. Pro tip: if you're gonna go, get early tickets. Get your gifts before you go around. Yeah, definitely. Chuck them back in the car. Well, we didn't do that. Um, no, neither did we. No. <laughs> to, to, but you know, from experience. From experience, yeah, that would work well. Um, you then, while we were eating, we we come out. I'll say, give yourself. We give ourselves three hours, and we were done in three hours. So we were done by one o'clock. Did they have um, Snape's wand? Oh. Did Snape have his wand in his hand? In the not, gift shop? Um, not that I remember. Because they had sold out when we were there. Because it wasn't long after the passing of uh, Alan Whitman. Uh, Alan. Uh, I didn't that, know if they'd restocked. I'm sure they probably have restocked. but They, they probably them. have now, but... Ardy so. bought um, an interactive wand in Universal last year. Right. So, and that video's on our uh, YouTube channel somewhere. Did it work? Did it work well at the uh, studios? It was hit and miss. See, I that don't... could be a crossover. They could bring the elements over. I think too much sense there, Luke. I think that would be a genius idea. I'll be honest with you. It and would not be hard to implement. It would be a piece of piss, and it would be another revenue stream to to keep it fresh because. It would. All what those I, outside things, where the uh, houses and where the bridges, they could have loads of stuff out there. I, I think... I'm writing an email now. V-Rideability, um, unless they're, they're constantly updating it and they bringing... They probably news, don't need V-Rideability. Uh, I think... The, I, I've, I'm in no interest in going back anytime soon. But yeah, I mean, they probably don't need it because it's constantly booked for six months in advance from tourists. Well, definitely, yeah, definitely. Now, I stayed in a Premier Inn. You get off the train at Watford Junction and there's Premier Inn, there's a Holiday Inn, there's travel lodges all within half a mile, 400 feet from the train station. I got a Premier Inn that I thought, oh my God, this is too good to be true. It was like 40 quid for the night. It was two miles from the station. And yes, we, I, I think I stayed uh, in the same one as you. <laughs> and we made the children walk. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> in the ice and snow. And it's apparently it's across the, the road from P-Dub's mum's house. You were literally about half a mile away from my mum's house. I was going to stalk your mum and stand outside the house because he sent the exact location to me. Was it some silly one-way system? Um, I I don't know. I was walking. Uh, That would have been the one in the town. Yeah, Watford's got a one-way system that goes all the way around the shopping centre. 
No, this yeah. one was this one was out of town, but it had, you drove into the car park and then you had to drive about forty five minutes to get back to where you were. Anyway, well, we got Ubers from that Premier Inn to the the, um, the studios. It was twelve pound each way. Now, from Wofford train station, there is a Harry Potter bus. Yes, there is. Yes. And it, there is a, a small fee, but it, it's not that expensive, I don't think. Was it at like 120 per head or something like that? I can't remember. But the Uber was 12 quid, I remember that distinctly. From the buses the... look good as well, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they're decked out. Now, I don't know if they've got any entertainment on board or anything like that, have they? I'm not sure. Um, there was a gale firing ping pong balls out of it. No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> different entertainment. No, different bus. That's an Epcot. <laughs> Is it? Whereabouts? <laughs> Sign me off. I'm going back. <laughs> it's food and wine festival, that. <laughs> that hidden room in the Japan pavilion. Um, yeah, the, the, so the bus... <laughs> oh, little semi on here. The buses leave from Watford train station. Um, we got our Uber from the hotel, and it actually went past where the bus pickup point was, uh, and then and then took us. But that's how far out we were. We were like a good two miles away. Um, the Uber was well worth doing. I mean, it's all over Watford, and in Watford Uber you can schedule a pickup time. Whereas in Liverpool Uber, you can't. You just get your Uber. So, that was nice. We were able to pick a, a time for our Uber to turn up the next morning. And it was there waiting for us. We can't even get Uber where I live. It's like they're actually what? banned. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So, no Ubers, no Uber Eats either, unfortunately. Oh, the... We've got Uber Eats now in Liverpool, and there was Uber Eats in Watford as well. They were bombing around everywhere. Yeah, it's pretty much if there's Uber, there's normally Uber Eats as well. But yeah, we're getting either. So mm. anyway, so it's an expensive excursion, but one that's probably worth at least your time, especially if you're a huge fan of the films. Yeah, if you're a big fan, definitely, definitely worth it. Yeah. This might go down as the biggest tangent in any of the no, Universal After Darks ever. Possible. You sure? Well, it's unlikely, but go on. Um, no, this is this whole episode's a fucking tangent when you think of it. Mm. You know, so um, I think I'm going to wind it up now. An hour and forty-three in. What do you think, boys? Is it, have anyone got anyone else? Anything else to add? No. Uh, no, I just wanted to, um, to to thank Luke for coming on, and um, Luke, you do some stellar work for us, um, and we've already plugged Patreon, so um, where can we get our listeners to find some of your work? Some of my work? Yeah. Yeah, for us. Oh, okay. And, and for you. <laughs> and for you as well, yeah. Some of my personal work, you mean? So it's a uh, Pornhub dot. <laughs> oh, oh so- sorry. I see where we're going with this. Twelve inch Leicester. <laughs> um, you've caught me off guard because I haven't got the uh, dress up at the minute. Oh well, that's, 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 that's about the same as what we do. I mean, 
well, you, you've listened to enough. Ep- In fact, to tell you what, while you're doing that, right? Because we we do sometimes ask. We we don't have many of our listeners come on the show as guests. Um, but you you know, I think you're a bit more than listen to us. As Craig said, you are you know part of us now, really. Um, but I have to ask, how did you ever find us in the first place? And what the hell uh, were you thinking? Oh, good question. Um, I don't really know, I'll be honest. Uh, probably just, you know, certain through podcasts, uh, stumbled upon you. Not not really sure, I'll be honest. Don't know, I've been listening for, a, I don't know, a couple of years now. Um, but honestly, couldn't actually tell you how I got to you. No, that's fair enough. We're just, always yeah. there, that's what it is. We're like Jesus stumbled upon Christmas. you. Yes. Oh, that should well, be our new uh, byline. We're just like Jesus. And Father Christmas. Yeah. I'm like Jesus, but you're like Father Christmas with your big beard. That's true. Um, well, look, I mean, one of the things I know that you do, Luke, I don't know if you wanted to plug this or not. I can always do this out afterwards. But um, one of your big passions, I'd say, other than you know stuff that you talked about with us, is Lego. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know. In fact, I think... Um, before... I'm just going to say, you're a grown man. Yes, I am also a grown man. Yeah, yeah. Okay. As, as are most people that build Lego. Loser. <laughs> um, yeah, probably how... a bigger market than the kids are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How, how rude, Craig. You obviously know. Who do you think you are, Walt Flanagan? Um, so I, I, before I even knew you listened to this show, I was in some Lego Facebook groups, and uh, I yes, noticed your frames. <laughs> uh, yes, I sell frames. Yes. So, uh, and really, and, and I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but um, you do frames for the minifigures. I do. I do these display frames for the uh, minifigures, yes. Yeah. So, it's got a minifigure collection, and you're thinking, the hell am I going to do with them? Uh, I make quite nice uh, display frames for them. It definitely does. And uh, it's just for minifigures, isn't it? You don't do frames for anything else. Uh, no, I do personalised frames for weddings, uh, birthdays, uh, and bar, fit, uh, bar mitzvahs. So he pops on this podcast, bar mitzvahs. Um, Same size, a Lego man. Um, yeah, I do all sorts of frames, really. Um, anything you can fit in a frame, I'll put in it. Yeah, because, like what, what? Yeah, I was thinking like you, you, you don't do frames for actual, uh, you know sets or vehicles or anything like that. It's normal. No, no. So it's, uh, it's it's mini it's minifigure based. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so where where can they where can they find your frames? Uh, they can go to uh, facebook dot com slash Luke's frames. There you go. So yes, if you that, there's a nice crossover, and also it's timely because um, one of my my wife's big regrets is that um, she married you. <laughs> well, that's her biggest regret. I said one of her biggest regrets. Oh, okay. Um, is that she didn't get the Harry Potter Lego when the films were out you know we often looked at it and didn't really think too much of it and and kind of regretted it um but this year they are releasing uh for the first time in i think about four or five years some new harry potter sets yep they are so yeah got the, the they've got the license some for big f- sex yeah sets not sex, sex. um yep they, um, Harry Potter sex they've got yeah the, be right uh, the first time yeah they've oh, got come the here. Um, come oh, here yeah, <laughs> We know what Craig likes to do with bits of Lego. Well, you do now. No wonder he was trying Fuck to get me, us that the people. Jesus. <laughs> so they've got the license for Fantastic Beasts. So they'll be Stick doing toys for the new Fantastic Beasts <laughs> film. 
um, which comes out later this year. But they're also going to be doing some classic Harry Potter stuff as well. I've literally got a fantastic beast in my hand now. You really haven't. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't. He hasn't. People. I remember. I, I spent a weekend with him in Orlando. Um, but Hogwarts. Oh. It's Hogwarts Castle, isn't it? They're coming out with. Uh, yeah, the castle is definitely a, a main feature of uh, what they're going to bring out. I think that's probably going to be one of the biggest sets they're uh, doing. Yeah. So you're telling me Hogwarts Castle's coming out? Yep. Hello. <laughs> like Dumbledore. Just like Dumbledore. With Dumbledore in it. <laughs> I'm Hogwarts Castle. I'm available. <laughs> And if uh, if you want to support all of us, um, you can do so by going to our Spreadshirt page, which is what Luke has been working. Um, I want to say tirelessly, but that might be giving you too many props. I'm not sure. Um, but you spent a lot of time working on Forest at the very least. You spent a thousand percent more time on it than we did. I mean, I, I'd say a thousand percent more time than most of us did. But um, yes, at least uh, a good proof yeah, yeah. of that more than I did as well. Um, but Luke has helped to come up with some cracking t-shirts uh, and other merchandise to do with all of our podcasts, except for handbags. Pop. We've got handbags. I don't think we've done much of pop, but we'll change that. No, 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 there's lots of pop on there. Oh, really? Yeah, pop. Oh, yeah, pop's on there. I think. I think. Oh, yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, pop's on there. Yeah. Um, so I think it's I think it's forward slash After Dark Network. I think that's the the website link. Um, yeah, it's in the show notes anyway. So uh, if you want to buy some t-shirts or bags or hats or mugs sanitary uh, products with yep, big face on yep we, and they come with little towels um, then that is where <laughs> you need to go but there's uh, some great designs coming soon as well oh yeah we've seen some previews are yeah. they potentially limited edition as well they are definitely going to have to be limited edition Fucking get in! I, I'm getting one for I, Father's Day. Can I can I uh, give a little tease as to what one of those might be to our listeners? Um, I think I think we probably should. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the first limited edition tea that um, we're gonna uh, Luke's kind of gonna put some finishing touches to is based around the last episode of Universal After Dark, so the one previous to this episode. So uh, if you go back and listen to that episode. That'll probably give you an idea of what the new shirt is going to be inspired by. I'll give you another clue. It's not Voodoo Donuts. So, um... Oh, two gales in a cup. <laughs> oh, well, at least uh, I was wondering what to call this, this week's episode, but I think I've got an idea. Um, two potters and a loose. <laughs> but no, I think I think that's it, Craig. I think we're, we're done for plugs and stuff, so... Um, yeah, I'll leave you to, to ride us off into the sunset. Thanks for having us. Thanks for listening to us. Thanks to Lord Luke. Thanks to the Nickel Horse. Thanks to the Dubs of the P. And thanks to me and the vodka. Sleep well, sleep tight, and au revoir. Who's Mary Poppins, you Not on Universal. Hello there, dear listener. Now, have you ever listened to a podcast and thought, oh, I'd really like to support those guys, but I just don't know how to do it? <laughs> well, then you're in luck. There are now two ways for you to be able to support us. The first is by going to our Spreadshirt page at shop 
www.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash after dark network here you can pick up t-shirts for all of the podcasts that we do the other way is by visiting us at patreon.com forward slash disafterdark that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash disafterdark any money raised by buying some merchandise or pledging your support on patreon means that we can keep producing more content for the after dark network on behalf of the other after dark podcast network hosts We thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it and thank you for your continued support. Dark Podcast Network.